my solution for releasing hundreds of songs to music streaming services and also kind of my frustrations with this process and also it's not really frustrations because frustration is just an emotion and therefore it doesn't really make sense to talk about it because you could also already find a solution nevertheless here is how it works so years ago i had this dream basically as a child already of me releasing music big music and then the digital revolution came i mean we already had cassettes and cds when i was young nevertheless now here is the internet and here is streaming streaming is actually not that old so i thought how could i produce possibly music for the big release so for years not for years but i started like i had as a musician i i played kind of in a band before my solo career took off i mean it didn't take off till now nevertheless it felt nice to say it like this so i actually kind of played in a band before and we played at a local street festival and then i decided kind of to also try it alone because the thing about being with someone else when playing music is that you split the responsibility of the performance and if you split it into two it's like nobody's really responsible and you can always blame the other person for not performing that well it just well if you play alone then you are 100% responsible for the things you play so i did this one uh performance where i basically also performed a few songs i wrote myself it wasn't spectacular in any way but it was a step for myself because i hadn't done it before so therefore i already had these songs and then the next step was what if i just i mean i already had a little bit of experience when it comes to uh, photography and also videography nevertheless i just set it up all and i also had something like this already comes in handy if you want to do things like this and i just recorded myself singing these songs basically right here right now basically i just sat and i also had a background in the back which i kind of don't need anymore because it's black anyway nevertheless i just recorded these few songs and these were not like very good performances but i just i always thought before that you had to make this very good song and you first had to learn like for cubase basically an audio production software the one Hans Zimmer, the big, the great, much more the great Hans Zimmer uses. And so there was this like complicated path ahead of me of actually figuring all these things out. And then I would need an, uh, an interface for connecting all the instruments I had to my PC and then record it live in the digital audio workstation, also DAW, called Cubase. And there are also others like Logic. There is also um something else i just cannot remember right now because i don't use it nevertheless i had this idea what if i just recorded this random performance so of course i trained before for the street for this street festival but the idea was much more what if i just um first of all record it and then i just would have it i didn't really know what i would do with it of course the plan someday would be to also post videos i record to youtube because why would you answer record videos for your self-consumption i mean you could but that's a lot of storage and yeah well so i mean the goal as a musician and also just with telling things in general not only with music is 
kind of to have someone to tell it to. And if you, I mean, you could tell it to yourself. That's also a target audience. Nevertheless, it's kind of, yeah, usually not the thing you want to do. So I recorded these songs. These were like two or three or maybe five recordings. Basically, the kind of all of the songs I performed also at the street festival. I also recorded myself at the street festival. And also, this again, like a different approach. The approach of... I had to do it perfectly. And what this resulted in was in me cutting one or two days, so basically full work days, like probably in, in, in some like 20 to 25 hours, just having the recording of the street festival and actually putting it together into a two minute video or maybe a 60 second video, I actually cannot remember. Maybe two minutes to three minutes. Why? Because attention spans are so low and yeah. So therefore, I just cut it together. And also, many of the performances were not as nice. And therefore, I just cut out the parts that were not as good and just edited it in a way that would um, show me in a nicer light, I guess. So this is, again, the kind of the perfectionist approach of, oh, yeah, and then I just take all of this and I just make this one nice video and... I mean, it didn't quite explode in popularity on the internet. Nevertheless, I always try to do this, these things like perfect. And there is a huge problem because, for one, if you want to do it perfectly and you don't add a time constraint and you don't add other constraints, the problem is that you will never reach, or it's not that you will never reach, the phase or the time at the point in time where you actually can post these things. It's just that your effort and your and the actual output are not really in a good relationship anymore. Now here's the thing. I mean, obviously this kind of first approach only worked because I was already quite used to playing these songs like two days before and I also already had trained these or exercised, not exercised, but actually practiced these songs before. But again, I had this idea of making one of these very crazy YouTube videos where you have a loop station and then you sing the same song in 16 different tonalities and you also add a guitar and all these things. Again, kind of the perfectionist approach. The thing is, this perfectionist approach, I mean, it can sometimes work. It's just that it makes you fear the process because you you know that you are kind of a hard judge on yourself and you know it will take like 25 hours. When do you have 25 hours for just cutting things for YouTube randomly, which will probably never make money? So now I had this idea. What if I, instead of, just like these videos in the beginning, what if I actually, so when it comes to to introduce this idea, to explain this idea, I have to explain something else. When it comes to being a musician, at least for myself, not that I consider myself as a musician who like earns a living with music, no. What I'm trying to say is that the moment, from the moment on you don't practice playing guitar, playing piano, playing, practicing singing or also speaking for that matter, obviously not for music, but the moment you stop, the moment you your level drops, and this is something that's not very nice. So for myself, I kind of found these slots 
I mean, I already did this during school, during high school, that I just practiced, for example, piano. So I took piano lessons, for example, for two years. And I just practiced piano. I try to tend to, I try to just do it for 10 or 20 minutes, which doesn't sound much, but it's better than no minutes. And that's how I kind of uh, got myself into piano, even though I'm not like a really good piano player, not at all. But I just did it this way. And this kind of kept my level at least somewhat constant and not dropping down after like three days of not playing the, playing the piano. There are actually like just a, it's not the technical things, but for example, when it comes to playing piano, you just cannot move your fingers as fast if you don't play piano. And just like this, for example, I mean, many people who play games a lot, they probably know how to move their fingers really fast. I cannot really because I don't train for these things. But if you train these things, then you just you just get better at these things. So when it comes to practicing instruments, what I found is that I needed to practice somewhat an average of 70 minutes a week. So basically 10 minutes a day to not be worse and to maybe even improve a little bit. 10 minutes is not much by all means, but so first of all, I said, if I don't want my instrument skills to be degrading, to degrade into being non-existent, of course, this doesn't necessarily happen because you always can remember a few things, but you always don't, you also don't get better. And then if you don't get better, it's just not as fun anymore. So I said to myself, what if I, for one, just practiced all of these instruments? And then the second idea kind of combined with the first idea. Once I kind of reached a level where I was comfortable at playing the cajon, the piano and, and so on again. And I was kind of, I mean, I knew these were just draft songs, basically. Not draft songs, but rather draft tracks. But occasionally I recorded things when they sounded nice to me. So, but then again, there are these, these periods where you where you just want to record something, but you're just, oh, this is crap, this is crap, this is crap, this is crap, this is crap. And you just don't record anything. So I kind of said, what if I just took the practice I already did, kind of bended it a little bit into just being songs, kind of tracks. This doesn't mean that these were like proper tracks. It just meant that my practicing sessions evolved around trying to play a song pretty much from my mind. Not really from my mind because I tried to improvise. I tried to make these songs up as I recorded. So I started recording and then I just did something and then I stopped. That's it. That's the song. That's the track. And what if these things... It's not that what if these things were good enough, it's just rather the thinking behind what if I just accept that these things are something I can post. It's not, it's not an objective quality measurement, it's just for me, for myself, in my mind. What if I just force myself to record these things and post them? It doesn't necessarily mean that these, they have a certain quality, it just means for myself that if I record something, I actually need to post it. So what this did to me is, it kind of merged merged or changed my practicing sessions into song recording sessions. And it's not that I am very good at songwriting. It's not that I'm very good at playing the piano. I'm not really good at all of these things. But nevertheless, I wanted to make music. And I tried for years to be like 
a musician, not really a musician, but I, I just wanted to make music, and I also did make music in the past, like recording something on a phone, like on Music Maker Jam, for example, where you can put together various instruments into one track and combine them. So, first of all, I just practiced all of these instruments, and I already had some experience with a loop station. Uh, loop station is basically something that allows you to record things like a melody like and then you would just loop the thing and it would be in the background like and then you could add a second voice whether it's guitar piano or your voice the actual voice you have like singing you could just add a second voice like and then merging all of these three recordings at the same time together you would have three voices together. So the idea was, what if I took the training sessions, forced myself to record, and also edit the loop station? Then I would train myself to actually record songs. I would at the same time train myself or practice these instruments. I would at the same time only spend like the total amount of time I would spend anyway on the instruments. I would at the same time produce songs every single day. At the same time, if I just kept doing these things, I would eventually get better. I would eventually hit a level that, where every other song would be like, oh yeah, the quality of the song is nice, enough maybe to post it. So it's not really that I... In the beginning, I just recorded these things. I So first of all, I streamed to Twitch, but since I only streamed for like three minutes and then I just cut it and put on the next song. The idea was that I could download the videos. It didn't work because the Twitch resolution is not really good. I mean, you also have to understand that I can actually, with the setup, take the output of the loop station and put it into here, into the Zoom H6, and then I can put it directly into the video file, bake it into the video file. This means I would also have like one video this is also something to keep in mind, I guess, because for every single track I recorded, I did practice. I would have practiced anyway. I would have needed to practice anyway if I ever wanted to make music with a certain level of technical technical skill, I guess. The second thing is that I also had video files done. The third thing is that I just produced songs, audio tracks, which I actually could release. It's not that I think these are very good tracks. It's just rather it's something I actually can release. And the one or the other track turned out to be quite nice. So I basically set aside one hour of a day. It's not that I did this every day. I mean, I tried to. This was like a year ago, I guess. Not even a full year ago. And I... Actually, I mean, I've also figured out how to distribute music in the back end and put on the first five songs I told you about after the street festival session. I just took the audio of one song, just put it on RouteNode, the distribution service I use, and actually it appeared on Spotify. It didn't go viral. Nevertheless, it's there. It's a song I can listen to, and it's a song I made. It's not a cover, it's a song I made. I have the creative rights for these songs. So, where I am now is here, basically. 
and I will describe here to you. I recorded approximately 550 video file songs, songs like these. Usually, on average, five minutes. Why five minutes? Because it's just kind of the... Every video I record should, and I put on YouTube, should be at least five minutes, five to ten minutes. But for songs, ten minutes don't really make sense. Therefore, five minutes kind of is the idea. Two minutes would be too short. Three minutes would be somewhere in between. Four minutes also not even or or using the five or ten heuristic and therefore five minutes. I try to usually aim for five minutes of a track. So, I recorded all of these things. I like a few. Uh, it's not necessarily that I like the draft recording. I just call them draft recording. Basically, these are ideas. But it's not only that I all have all of these tracks, but think about it. If you actually have an idea for a music piece, what is the best way to record this idea? Of course, you could put the lyrics down into text. But then what about the chords? And then what about if you actually play the chords, but you cannot remember where you played on which guitar you played it? how you actually made the sounds you actually cannot remember. So what if you recorded yourself on video, which basically is the best solution for remembering all of these things? And what if you didn't really have to remember these things because they were stored on video and therefore you don't have to remember these things anymore? Therefore, it's also an idea collection. I created basically a gigantic idea collection. And if at some point in the future I am like, I am feeling like actually turning all of these things into properly recorded songs, like recording maybe all of the different melodies into a digital audio workstation and working like a proper musician and not just posting random drafts to Spotify, which I'm kind of doing right now, then I just would have all these drafts. I would have hundreds of songs which I could turn into something. And at the same time, I mean, this is not really, I didn't do it from the beginning, but you actually can store the loops you record on the loop station. It's not that every single loop is there because if I basically have three loops and I can overdub on these single loops, which means I can put tracks, melodies, phrases basically on top of it. So this could mean that here on track one, for example, I store and then the next thing is the next thing is I don't know, but all of these things would play at once. So that's called overdubbing. But I could also put it on three different tracks and then decide to stop this and stop this. So this gives you basically different loops and all of these recorded loops are stored on the loop station. And I just randomly, not randomly, but every other time, I just save all of the files on my loop station. And this means I also have the proper audio recordings, which I can just put into a digital audio workstation. But the same, at the same time, I don't have all of these project files. I, the only thing I have is one single video for one single idea. And it took me, the time it took me to record this thing, apart from setting the things up and things like these, is the exact same time in absolute time measured in minutes and seconds that the song actually plays out. This means a five minute song is usually a five minute recording. It took me five minutes to actually produce the song. And I know I'm not good at deciding whether to post something or not. It's not that I'm not good. It's just something. It's just that I want to be better, obviously. And I know lots of these things are crap. Nevertheless, 
the assessing of the quality of a song is like it's just a, such a difficult management process it's not really difficult but it just takes a lot of lot of time you actually have to listen to all of these songs you have to come up with criteria or constraints whether to post something like is it high quality or low quality is it like two minutes do i post a song for example that would be only 61 seconds what do i do with a song that's 61 seconds is it a full song so therefore you have to come up with all of these different things beforehand and what i now have is i'm in the process of actually currently publishing i so basically for every now and then i um spend time on sorting all of these files i also don't have a name for all of these files or tracks apart from the timestamp which i just use to publish to Spotify because otherwise I would have to come up with all of these different names another process because if you change one single thing you actually have to change it on all of the platforms and then it just becomes more difficult and more difficult so the process for me looks like this I actually sit down at a certain time of the day or whenever I want to record something then I record it then I have the video file stored on my phone with the audio then I just take the video file I put this file into Notion as a video file and then in Notion actually kind of a data based a table based data or file management not really file management but just a information management software you could actually say like a gigantic notebook but also with lots of other tools like it's kind of similar to Excel Excel, maybe, maybe not, a little bit. I put it in there, then I figure out when to post these things. And this is also something that took me quite some time. Currently, the plan is to actually post one of these tracks every single month. Why every single month? Because I like, I quite like this idea. It's not that I like this idea, it's just the moment you post something, you don't have something anymore. You don't have the posted item anymore. And it doesn't really matter what the traffic is. When it comes to actually being able to post something, you actually have to have something. You actually have to have either to record something or already have something recorded. And when it comes to songs, nobody knows when I recorded them. Obviously, there's the timestamp in there, but it's just not relevant when I recorded them because it's just music, apart from me singing about politics or about things that appear just at this specific point in time. So this means I just took the number of months a year has, 12, if you have problems with figuring that out, but it's 12. So what if I produced music or had a schedule for the next 10 years, for example, then it would be 120 songs. What if I actually had music for the next 100 years, starting maybe in the year 2000 and then just posting it until the year 2100? This would mean for the rest of my life, actually, I already would have, not that I already have, I have like 500 songs, which equates to around 50 years of music every single month and that's i mean i would never have been able to record this many tracks or at all these tracks and at the same time now i am kind of better at doing the loop station live because these are live loops all of these things are live loops or live loops without multiple loops 
it's basically not a loop then. I mean, I did delete a few, to be honest, because I just was in the process of trying to upload them, and then I was like, it's not that I didn't plan to do this, I kind of, it was just a mindset for actually recording that every single song counts and that I cannot just stop within the song, like within in two minutes and just, oh yeah, it's not good, and therefore, because it doesn't really make sense. It's the mindset that if you start something, you finish it. And it's not it in general, it's just when you're recording a song or a video. If I just, every time I said something dumb, I would have the exit door and just stop and redo the video, then I would just stop all the time. And I also would think about, oh yeah, in the back end of my mind, I would think, oh yeah, the thing I just said doesn't really make sense, I'd rather just stop the video. This doesn't lead to you producing videos or music, or at least for myself. But it leads to me constantly thinking about whether this is something I can actually say or post. But if you apply the, all of these constraints and the moment you hit record, you know that this is something you either delete or post after you finish the video or the music recording or the track, then it just becomes easier in the long run. In the, in the short run, it becomes much more difficult actually because it's a lot more pressure. So now I have these 550 files, video files. I also have around about 100 old recordings, just audio. And my plan is, I actually scheduled all of these, but uh, I figured that it would make more sense to also, so I just uploaded the MP3 files. This is basically what Routnot says I should upload. Nevertheless, there are there is also a format called lossless, which is called FLAC. It's not called lossless, but it's lossless and it's called FLAC. And I could also upload FLAC and it wouldn't make no difference when it comes to the efficiency of my uploading process, apart from the fact that I now uploaded 110 tracks already and now I'm just... I probably have to delete them because you cannot just randomly delete them after you submitted them. So now I basically have music kind of for the next years, which appears in an ideal case if I ever finish all of the scheduling. And I mean, just organizing 600 files or 700 files. And I also had like multiple phone recordings, which are also released because I had the policy, I introduced the policy of, I mean, I cannot store things forever. And if I store things which I don't show to anyone, apart from maybe my family or friends, or then what do you do with these files? Do you actually want to spend time watching these files ever again? Probably not. And therefore, the policy of either storing something, but if I store something, then I also have to post it, or deleting it just made sense as a one-zero approach, simplifying all these decisions about quality. Because now I just have a zero or one quality. It's either not good enough to post it or it's good enough. And good enough is not really if I think it's good enough. It's just that if it has a certain consistent quality that also all of these other things have, and I actually can post it. Therefore, it's not that I want to post it. I kind of force myself into posting it because, well, that's how it works. That's how you actually works. That's how it works for myself. And I would not have been able to record these many tracks. Or even sit down and justify, like, playing randomly on a loop without ever making money with 
the loop station or the music. So at least there is the possibility of becoming a trillionaire with this. So where am I now? I already posted all of my phone recordings that I had the creative right to, to Bandcamp. There is also an option to have like a Bandcamp subscription, but you can actually listen to all of these for free. So these are basically my ideas. Also, when it comes to posting the ideas, I mean, do I really want to post all my song ideas and then risk that someone else takes this and just samples it or I don't know, or mix his own song? Yeah, for one, but at the same time, the moment, especially when it comes to route, not, not my phone recordings, because I didn't want to put my phone recordings actually on Spotify, like, then the technical level would, the technical quality would just not be there. And therefore, I mean, I could have done it, I guess. It would have worked, at least to a huge extent, but I just didn't want to go that low in quality. Also, I recorded quite a few covers, either pro recording, so high quality with the Zoom, or low quality, basically with the phone. And I decided to also post these covers. It doesn't really make sense to make like video covers, apart from the fact that you generate much more traffic, because let's face it, nobody knows what you are playing if it, it's not known. Therefore, if you play something like anything that is already known, that is already pop music, then obviously you have a lot more traffic. At the same time, what is the skill you actually want to train for myself? I want to train recording live loops with the loop station completely coming up out of nowhere. I don't store ideas anymore. I don't store melodies anymore. The only thing I do is I sit down and I just record whatever comes to my mind. Obviously, I still have the inspiration of like old loops and I can still use old loops and upload them to the loop station again. But... This process of just sitting down, not having to think about music production for the rest of the day or my life, apart from sitting down and actually recording, uh, just makes it very easy. Another thing is, I try to not play any instrument apart from recording, because then, because this again would create the problem that what if you actually played something you know you don't know anymore the next day so you will forget it the next day the melody and then you would record it again on the phone recording but you cannot really publish the phone recording therefore you don't have a proper recording therefore you also have to kind of delete it because do you actually want to spend time listening to hundreds of recordings just to get an idea for a song if in the same time you could just sit down make a new song it's not really hard for me to come randomly up with stuff I don't say this is good stuff, but it's not really hard for me to come up with a random chord progression or a melody. Therefore, why would I? Also, when it comes to singing, I mean, it's just, this is another dumb idea, maybe. But what if you, I mean, for most, for many, <laughs> the sound of what someone sings is kind of also important. Therefore, what if you just don't come up with lyrics or what if whenever you don't want to come up with lyrics but nevertheless you want to kind of sing the melody what if you just hummed the melody and what if humming also was something you actually could release why not what speaks against it there are also people who release beatbox tracks there are also people who just play the guitar or the piano without singing and it also is a track so therefore why not what if you had just a piano track and you just added humming or 
beatboxing or it's the possibilities are endless if you have a loop station i guess so now i published all of the phone recordings already to bandcamp also like 400 was quite a took quite some time starting from the year 2000 releasing one every single month obviously though or they now are already all of them released but Nevertheless, I don't have to think about this schedule anymore because basically my template schedule for every single item I post is like beginning from 2020, either monthly, weekly or daily. And that simplifies things because I don't have to think like, what if I post in a four and a half day schedule? Yeah, would be nice. So... The covers, I said. I just wanted to speak about the covers, but then I got into another topic, I guess. The covers are the things I post to SoundCloud. Why SoundCloud? Because you cannot really post many things onto SoundCloud if you don't want to pay for SoundCloud. And it doesn't really make sense to publish the same tracks you also put on RouteNode, and therefore the music streaming services to SoundCloud. I mean, it kind of. The thing is, if you actually want... So SoundCloud also has a streaming service called SoundCloud Go. And if you actually want the same tracks you upload to your music dis distribution service, then you actually also have to upload them manually to, to SoundCloud. Because it's kind of how it works up to this point in time, at least. Kind of a bummer. Because the main point about just publishing things or releasing things via a distribution service is that you only upload it once and then you put in the metadata and then it's out there in the world on very different streaming services. It's not like with video distribution, for example, where you either post to YouTube or to Facebook Watch or you need to manually create all the different posts, but you just upload the music once and then it's there. For quite some time, I thought... Because Bandcamp actually allows you to directly sell your songs, which is very nice. Because many people maybe still like the idea of having your own MP3 tracks instead of streaming things and then not having access to the things if you don't have a subscription anymore. So now I had this idea, what if I also published all the tracks to RouteNode? Turns out, I mean, I already have 500 songs and these were produced in the one music hour for at this point in time 11 months so this is basically where not even 11 months maybe 10 months if i continue like this i will get a few thousand songs in a few years maybe maybe not maybe i would just stop because the thing is i actually want to move somewhere else but moving somewhere else with like five guitars and a piano is not very easy because then you have it's either very expensive or it's very effortful so therefore i mean it's not that i already <laughs> have all the tracks it's, the thing is i kind of it's not that i know but i guess i would be able to produce a proper song but if i am also able to produce a song that sounds like 70 percent like a, a proper song or 60 percent and it only took me like one fiftieth of the time and I don't have to deal with all the project files of the digital audio workstation and with 10 different versions of a sample and with downloading all of these different effects and with compression and with making the song radio ready. And then I would be able to create more songs. 
And I still can turn all of these songs into proper things. Maybe I don't ever. And I still also, when I run out of ideas, which I'm currently not, but maybe I'll get Alzheimer's in five years. It's not that that's very likely. It's just that I, it's not, yeah, well, it's a risk. And therefore, what if I get, um, become ill in some way and I cannot play with my hands anymore? What if I, my voice cords break because I get cancer somewhere there? And these are all things, it's not that I consider them at every single point in time, but if I don't record these ideas I have, they might never turn out to be anything. And that's, it's not that that's like the whole purpose of all of this, but if I don't record these things now, if I don't make them now and I, I lose a hand or I lose my ability to come up with ideas or I don't know, then these things will never become something. So, covers for SoundCloud, even though I have not uploaded all of the covers, if I produce a, a cover that's kind of high quality recording, so not just with my phone, and I also, maybe with a loop station, record it maybe with a loop station, then at least the plan is to then not post it to SoundCloud, because these things are posted to Bandcamp and SoundCloud and also Loudly, which is another service I used for all the tracks which were found recorded in under 60 seconds. Why? Because I also didn't want to just delete all these files I recorded for years. Therefore, I just had to find a way to publish them, even though from now on it doesn't really make sense to just do the audio recordings. But because if I have access to a studio like this where I have access to my instruments, I just can, within the same unit of time, produce something proper which I actually can release and which potentially makes money in the future. So therefore, I have published all of the audio alone recordings, audio only recordings at this point in time. Not all of the pro recorded ones, only the low quality recorded ones. With the pro recorded ones, there is still the issue with FLAC and MP3, which I have to figure out. I think I will switch to FLAC, but this means I have to redo like 10 hours of uploading the 100 tracks again. And then for the next files, I just take all the video files, I schedule them at the same point in time, at least that's the plan, to YouTube. And then YouTube, obviously, it's kind of a problem because I cannot schedule in the past. This means I have to release them in some way without um, corrupting the algorithm or saying to the algorithm that it's a nice idea that I just post randomly 50 videos at once. And also for everybody who kind of follows me, not that many people at this point in time, but it's like, oh yeah, here are 50 new videos. It's like, yeah, nice. So what do I do with all of these? Probably not watch them. So therefore, the ultimate idea is this. I have these files. I can also cut short clips out of these files for TikTok at any given point in time. And that's nice. Not only for TikTok, but I just can cut out random loops because it's a loop. I can't just cut out these things and these things. Because it's a loop, I have the rhythm in my ear all the time and also you hear the rhythm all the time that means if i record a loop in 120 beats per minute that means every half a second there is a beat this means if i record 10 seconds then there are exactly 20 beats and then if i just cut out a, a random thing that is 10 seconds chances are it's a perfect loop i mean 
I don't want to say I'm a genius, but well, I'm not a genius. So when it comes to YouTube and also when it comes to other video platforms, the idea is this. I release a song at the beginning of the month and at the same time I release the making of which is also has the identical audio track. I don't cut these things. It's the identical track. It's just that on the streaming services you just can't listen to the audio and if you want to watch how it was made, it's basically the ultimate making of without me having to make a making of because the making of is already the song and then I can just post it to YouTube. It's not that I plan to randomly post these things to YouTube. It's just that I plan to batch schedule 500 audio recordings and video tracks, not video tracks, but just tracks to Routnaut and to YouTube. And then I don't have to do anything again, not ever again, but for every single song I scheduled to Routnaut and so basically recorded the song organized all of the backend and scheduled figured figured out how to schedule and also track the song in notion and then i just take the song and have to upload it once to routenode and to the video platforms at least the long edition of the song at least the normal edition of the song or version of the song that is identical to the music to the music release well I basically have content for every single platform, whether it's audio or video. I also have a music release and also at the same time practice my instruments. Even though proper practice would somehow look like, oh yeah, I just do the pentatonic scales like for 20 minutes. I create new songs basically every time I record things every time I play instruments. I just randomly create new things and at the same time I do all these other things I just explained. Is it, does it mean that all of these things are very nice? No. But the thing I'm kind of counting on is people like me. Let me explain. I mean, this video is already 42 minutes and it's quite long for a YouTube video. I mean, not for me, because I sometimes just randomly talk for, I, I could have turned this into like 10 videos. Well, I could have, I didn't. So what I wanted to say is that I forgot what I wanted to say. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. So this would be a point where I could just end the video because also I have to do the music recording right now because it's time and I'm already 15 minutes too late, which means like two tracks less. So this is the big idea I have behind the actual current music production and also being able to have infinite loops for TikTok. I mean, just I tried this actually for like five minute song. You can't just cut out 50 loops. It can be like two second loops. It can be 10 second loops. It can be 60 second loops for a five minute song. You can just cut out five one minute loops not loops but short clips for the short video platforms that's already five and you can also do it like for 20 seconds for 10 seconds even for two seconds because it's a loop it works as a loop this means if you loop the video and you watch it it will at some if you hit the right frequency i mean it would make sense therefore to standardize the frequency or the beats per minute of a song because then 
for example, if you have like 123 beats per minute and you only can select seconds and tenth of a second, then you won't ever hit the perfect loop. But if compared to this, you just do either 60 beats per minute or 90 or 120, let's just stick to 100 and let's just stick to 60 beats per minute, for example. This would mean that with every single second you cut out of one of these videos, you actually have a proper loop because of the things I just told you. It's just another idea. So that's the big plan I have behind being a very, very crappy musician, but at the same time being able to actually produce tracks. Basically, <laughs> in a very crappy way, but at the same time in a way that allows me to combine all these things and allows me to finally release music. And that's nice, at least for myself. Oh, the other thing I wanted to add. I count on people like myself. What do I mean with people like myself? I found myself listening to the same tracks, often instrumental tracks, for actually focusing on work again and again and again. So I loop it. I have songs which I probably looped 100 to 500 times, probably. This means for every single loop I have played, the musician actually gets a certain income stream. Maybe 0.5 cents, depending on the, on the streaming service. But this means if there is a user out there who just uses songs like me and just finds this random song that actually allows him to think better, which happens for me for many songs in my playlists, then that's already better than not having the song released. If just one person finds it and finds it somewhat nice, then that's it. But if I, over my lifetime or over the past year, only made five tracks, then the possibility that someone finds this very specific track and actually is able to listen to this. I mean, the better the track, obviously, the more people will like it, but I can just produce a range of different tracks. Sometimes there are tracks that are very good inherently, and sometimes they aren't. But if just... The thing is, if you just bet on the quality actually increasing, basically, the scale, then it's just a bet. Bet on the more... The more you up the quality, the more perfectionistic a song gets, the higher the bet, kind of. Apart from the fact that you also can use psych different psych principles of psychology and also like common known things like how long should a song be and things like these to actually increase the popularity of a song or track you actually post. That's the whole story. That's the content strategy for music I came up with. Over the years, it's not that I spent 24 hours a day thinking about this, but I just thought about it, how I could do this without actually spending a large chunk of my time on this. And that's what I came up with. Maybe I could help you with turning your music skills into something. <laughs>